3: I was a bouncing in and laughing as we rolled down an old dirt road. Daddy looking in his rear view, hoping
2: that we'd just hang on.
3: But I can't a Hi there, I'm
2: I Glenn Savile, and so you're listening to the Always Race Day Podcast. As I did when I...
0: What's up guys? Welcome to episode number 139. I think it's the Hy-Vee IndyCar uh, race weekend at Iowa Speedway episode. Uh, here with Josh, Caleb, Damon, and Noah, everyone that uh, came down to cover the race with myself uh, this week that are all threatening to push over my microphone here. No,
2: we're not.
3: not <laughs>
0: The bass is We will be here soon. At some point, uh, yeah, man, these audio levels are going to rock. Ed Sheeran playing the background. uh, We wanted these guys to get in the room. Um, Hopefully it's loud enough, um, but if it's not, thanks to the Carlotto Group, uh, they rock. Fantastic presenting sponsors. uh, Probably can do the ad read once we don't have a bass playing over the uh, speakers of the building and shaking it here at the Media Center at Iowa Speedway. Rosenquist might have had a shot, and that lap car stole his momentum. He didn't get that close again the rest of the day. Uh, and that Damon's just shaking his head at me. He's he, he no does, he will not take two, two lap cars I, I, made a factor. I'm, I'm with, with
1: you. you. He had no shot. Yes, lap cars played a piece, but he had no shot.
0: So, uh, 30,000 people, um. According to uh, Bud Denker, he's Penske Corporation's uh, president. I talked to him this morning. According to him, 30,000 people here Saturday and Sunday uh, for the race. So massive, massive crowds for Iowa Speedway compared to uh, even eight years ago in 2015 when you'd get 5,000, 8,000 fans out to watch IndyCar and that'd be it and you'd have a race. And you guys go check out my story with him. He he gave some awesome quotes um, and it's to turn this into a crown jewel race and it's damn close they took I last year I've never been more blown away expectation wise going into a race and leaving a race weekend and they stepped it up even more this year I would say my expectations were higher because last year set the precedent obviously but uh, they still knocked it out of the park Uh, really insane weekend in Iowa I can't believe we get to watch this stuff 45 minutes from where I live like it's Selfishly, it is freaking awesome, and I hope it continues for years and years to come. Well, it's like Bud told you, the fact
1: that it's it's not a race. It's an event. I mean, we're in the middle of the event currently, and Sharon's still playing. Like, people came here to see Ed Sharon. People came here to see Kenny Chesney, Zach Brown band, Carrie Underwood. You know, people came for those things, and then a race broke out on top of it. So...
0: Of people that came here, you know, whether it was to see that or not, um, what their, you know, first primary reason of coming uh, to Iowa Speedway this year. And, you know, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter because you got them out here. And racing really uh, it's a bug and you catch it and then you just. You guys, do you have any takeaways from this weekend for IndyCar? IndyCar wise, uh, well, this I is going to be a bit of a shorter episode because
3: we got to get these guys on the road. Um, yeah, New Garden closed the points down, but I just, I mean, the way below's been, I don't think it's going to be enough unless, you know, something tragic happens. I think really the mentality that New Garden has, he's pretty much just running. Continues the way that he has been so far this season. It, you know, just going to check out how it is. And if, if that is the case, then it's going to be Pelos' championship to lose.
2: Yeah, I will. Yeah, Mitchell, go ahead. We're going to follow up on that. Just like Justin Newburn talked in his press conference yesterday, Better. and he's just talking about how he's waiting for Pelos' luck to kind of run out. And this was the weekend that everyone talked about possibly being Pelos' struggle. And today was just like. A, a, a knife in the chest for the Solid championship. Yeah, I mean, I mean, third place in a 15th place qualifying effort, yeah, I mean...
0: And a car that was getting lapped.
2: Yeah, twice. I mean... It wasn't a good car. No, yeah, it was yeah, not a good car, and that's, I think, what wins, is going to win the championship, and that's what wins championships, is taking what you are given and making a better day out of it.
1: I think this is the second year in a row you can look at the second race at Iowa and say that the... Championship, championship was won or lost. could be determined on that, on yeah. that race. Oh, know? yeah. If Newgarden doesn't wreck here last year, what's to say he doesn't win the title last year? And, and no one's going to say it as you know, long as I'm in the room. Polo does the same thing here with with this, this weekend with third place and puts himself in a really good spot points-wise.
2: Polo said coming in he'd be happy with two eighth-place finishes and he'd you know, be cool with that and he'd go on to next week. And he came out of here with an eighth and a third, and so... Yeah, Newgarden cut the lead down, but not enough to maybe scare Polo, but just enough, I think, to maybe keep him on his toes, like, you know, he can't coast to this championship, you're still gonna have yeah, to have good no, days, we're still too far out for No that. points lead is safe, as, as long as it's in double digits, um, and, I mean, anything can happen, there's still a lot of races left, it's just like... Pello is n- not showing any signs of luck running out. And I know Newgarden said in his in his post race presser that, that he he didn't yeah, think about yeah, what yeah. happened to him here last year necessarily coming in here, but I do consider this a little bit of a redemption for him. Considering the only thing that stopped him last year from doing what he did this weekend was a rear axle breaking, he, he he got to finish it off this year, and I I think that's a that's a really big deal of momentum for sure. For sure. All right.
0: Do you guys think it's time to hit the panic button on Joseph Newgarden? Mm-hmm.
3: I've said it the whole season. I mean, he's he's at a point. After two wins in but a here's row. here's the thing. There's only one oval left, and they're not good right now. You're correct. You never so, know, though. On
1: street
0: course or road
3: course,
1: for that matter. It's
0: just the phrasing is the funniest part of that.
3: But I, I agree. I is anyone saying that? New Garden I, has as, a chance. Much as, as much as you like to throw it in my face, that I'm, I'm not even so making wrong. fun of you. It's I just so a funny. It. It's just a funny thing of how it came
0: it's, came about. And he had won one of the four races at the time. And we yeah. didn't obviously no one envisioned
3: Kalu being this guy. He's been nails. So, but that's I mean exactly where it was trending was the way that I saw it going, and it, that's how it played out. And it's New Garden can look at the season and say you know they were good, but they weren't great take that up where if Pillow hasn't been as great then yeah, Newgarden has this championship pretty much sacked up but you know, all it takes is one of those guys to put together good races and as Newgarden has said too, at some point Pillow has to have his luck run out. At some point that has to happen because
0: And that needs to happen in a race where it's not happening to anyone else.
3: Yeah, yeah, it's got to be a race where, you know, Newgarden is on top of it too. He can't be running 8th, ninth, 10th run 15th. Gateway's a prime example of an opportunity
1: for Newgarden that he has left.
2: Pillow was Superman through you know May, June and you know he rattled off all those wins and he, he racked up all those points and so that I mean that certainly keeps him in the driver's seat for sure. I mean yeah, that, I don't it, think it, he's going to get fired. The obvious.
0: <laughs> okay. Noah, Noah was halfway there and couldn't get the closing print. you fine don't worry about it um yeah so like overall uh really excited about what this event can turn into and and what we saw here this weekend and you know you're leaving again like can't wait for next year obviously the Knoxville Nationals come first but after that then I'm counting down days for this again because it
3: just kicks the crap out of everything else well that's the thing like Damon said too like it's it's an event where you know you had a concert and a race broke out races i mean it is it is a whole weekend deal plus they added Andy Andy next is doing a lot of market a lot of heavy lifting in that sentence exactly yeah but they've got had the the pit pit stop stop challenge too i mean it's it's becoming almost it reminds me more of like the the old milwaukee (laughs) fest you know type deal so can i get someone out there to remind me next year when we get
0: to like three weeks from this race and i'll put up a crown jewel requirements and
2: just Teaser at all time Speedway, so like must have pit stop challenge. You must have concerts. Must Monsters, allow yep. Connor to race go karts against Christian Lundgaard. That's right. Yes, we
0: have all those things here, um, and I'm pretty sure I can do that at IMS if I just. Probably. Yeah, I, they kind of take take care of that. We're not going to take that away. be surrounded by, ever by right.
2: cornfields. I don't know. I no, we're we're Iowa Speedway,
0: having not been to the Indy Five Hundred yet, I can say it. I think Iowa Speedway's atmosphere here kind of rivals. It. I'm just kidding. It's uh, obviously biggest race of the year, but hopefully we'll be there next year. Um, we'll see uh, how that goes. Uh, real quick, uh, uh, Alex Bowman, um, Chase Elliott, LA, Kyle Larson, for them,
2: uh, Denny Hamlin's a hack. NASCAR race control's
0: also a hack. Uh, that, sorry, that was the overwhelming point, and yeah. I got lost in the sauce there. That's okay. Mentioning three drivers that weren't the guy I was trying to call hack, but. Um, okay. That's the worst call of the year, racing-wise. Worst officiating call all season, um, and we had that girl at Lime Land, but that's been getting heat. That's worse than that. It doesn't get worse than, hey, we could have thrown the caution with two laps to go. We waited till the leader got to the checkered flag or got to the finish line to take the white flag, and then threw the caution after that. That's stupid. Absolutely stupid. There's no, there's no reason that to not throw the yellow. It is either dangerous or it isn't. They don't, you know, if you're racing back to the line and you deem the drivers okay, a little different. He especially final run. lap of the race. There's another lap to be run. You can run a green white checkered. It's gonna screw up strategy. Everyone knows that. Everyone if it's you and if you goes. do that if you do that every week, and that is the expectation every week that the race is going to end under green, we're gonna use green white checkers. And usually, that, it does not take that many green light checkers. People think it's going to take, like, not 17. Probably, no. Never. No. So, and today's race was wacky as hell anyway. But if you do that every week, teams know. You know, maybe we got to save a few more laps on gas, this or that. And I, I just, for, a, for as great as the racing was in the event here and all over the place racing-wise this weekend, to have NASCAR make that call, Austin Dillon
2: throw that helmet and miss that badly. NASCAR set us back a ways. Yeah, this could have been like the best weekend of the year, racing-wise, and now don't, don't also, put that and Pocono in the same sentence ever also, again. We're <laughs> also missing. You know, we're we're also spending. A, a, egregious amount of time talking about the NASCAR event and how badly they botched that instead of how, you know, interesting and wacky of a race that was up until that point. I love strategy races. I, I think they're cool.
0: Yeah, and it's, I mean, obviously you want to see more of them and stuff and whenever they can, you know, um, happen naturally and fluidly. Um, it It's just that you have that bad call and it overshadows
2: whatever you just watched because it, the race now could have ended differently. It's such a kick in the stomach to have a race end under yellow, but it's a kick to the face for it to end under yellow because the car that hasn't moved in about a lap, you're finally throwing the yellow for.
0: Absolutely. Larson said after the race on TV that, He's friends uh, with Denny off the track, and it makes it a little awkward. But you know, the whole friend group knows uh, Denny's always right. That's what they know. You know, Denny always right. That and that was as close to the quote as I can get without hearing it in my ear and then repeating it yeah. or reading it off words, obviously. But I thought that
3: was remind me of Caleb. We all know Caleb, right? Caleb's always right. Caleb's That's always what right. It says. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very much so, and until you guys learn that, I'm <laughs> telling you. Um, That's why we have quote, to hit the panic button. The one quote from uh, Larson that um, is pretty easy to quote, he did say, I am pissed. So Three he, words. He had, a, he had a lot of stern words. Um, I am pissed and I have a right to be. Yeah. So He, was, he, was he also pissed. said it is what it is. Like, like four times. times. Yeah. Preposition extraordinaire. He did say that too, but yeah, there's there's a couple uh, not so happy drivers during that one. Some not so happy crew chiefs. Austin Dillon got out and attempted to throw a helmet at a vehicle. Um, well, he he did hit a vehicle just. And to think, Austin Dillon played baseball when he was a kid. Yeah. Well, this one. This I ball played was basketball a bigger, I guess, when I was a kid. But then. Well, that doesn't mean I'm a baller, dude. So he did hit a. I a trust you to be able to hit a big race car from that far away. I, I guess think. it's going 45 miles per hour at least, but still. Uh, and Reddick had some comments, too, about the end of the race ordeal. Um, basically, he was upset, too. Didn't understand why there was a car stopped on the track before they even took the white. Nothing, you know, no Kasha was called. Um, and then, you know, they waited and waited and then decided to throw it. So, uh, I mean, I, I strategy, everything, you take that out. If you say, you know, we have to throw these cautions because of safety, because we want to get to the car to make sure the driver's okay, you can't randomly decide to throw that out of the equation. So.
0: Um, I do want to uh, podcast exclusive here. Uh, multiple accounts, um, not Twitter accounts or anything, multiple people I've talked to have said that the caution lights came on on the backstretch. Interesting. When pre spun <laughs> That's very weird. How does
1: that happen? Aren't they all in the same light? Well, they
3: attract that big.
0: I don't know. Right if you make a bad bacon? enough officiating call, I figure that anything can happen, right? Yeah, Something like that. S-
2: it's hard to say. I even. want to know
0: how many drivers lifted when
2: they saw the caution. The crowd also was chanting, Hamlin sucks. And that was the loudest booze for a winner in a while. that Jeff on. Lug. Oh, Is it?
0: search a video of that. See if someone's got it. Um, but yeah, so we had five people down here to cover the race this weekend. An absolutely blast of a time. Uh, Josh can nickname. We'll dive into that more on the next. What?
2: He just hates being called the missile. Um, it's I don't, from. No, what is it? it started. It's 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 there there's there's a video that that was viral on TikTok. It's an audio, and and it just starts off. That's with, it. No, the don't cut off, tired. cut off,
0: cut off. Well, nothing. You didn't say anything wrong. I just sounds like it'll just embarrass what Josh thinks the missile is. <laughs> we'll have to come up with a different story though cuz like yeah. TikTok audio, we know we we're not like we're nerds, everyone knows that, but we got to be cool nerds. Yeah. I don't think we can claim TikTok yet. Not yet. We might get on we'll TikTok, get I don't know. It's, I think it's we should. just it's just extra work and I don't know what the ROI. That's fair. Kind we'll of get into that. kind of looks at there but we can set it up and figure out a way to do it consistently and do it right we're, we're gonna figure try to figure something out so hope you guys uh enjoyed the coverage thanks uh, to all the people who said kind words uh reached out or anything um if you ever had racing questions like shoot them to my dms and we'll answer them on here or if it's like an explan- explanatory thing uh, we'll just answer them. like shoot so appreciate all you guys uh for listening through the weekend uh following our stuff um, reading all our content. It was absolutely uh, better than I could have asked for, uh, despite the bad luck horseshoe I have somehow developed where Bobby Pierce finishes second every race. So thanks again, guys. Uh, we'll be back at some point this week um, working on some guests uh, and stuff, some IndyCar friends we might have met this week. But, uh, yeah, we'll uh, talk about that when we get there, and uh, we will see you guys soon. Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday—probably Wednesday. I'll be in. I'll be covering a race Monday and Tuesday in Nebraska for the uh, XR Events guys. It'll um, be a day that ends with Y. Don't worry. Right. It's all, yeah. It's race day, man. Uh, hundred thousand dollars to win on Tuesday, and uh, I don't even know the city it's in. It's Off Road Speedway in Nebraska. So if you've ever heard of that, you're one of the ten percent of the listeners that I have. I would care to wager. Cool. Cool place. Going to do a lot of stuff there very excited to get down there, so uh, can't wait for that, and uh, thank you uh, again to the Carlotta Group uh, for being our presenting sponsor. We'll let you guys go. Hope you enjoyed uh, the race weekend uh, here at Iowa, and uh, go uh, go shop at Hy-Vee, I guess. Not a free ad or anything, but they did a lot for the IndyCar race weekend, so maybe go buy some of their diecast. They're all on sale now that it's over, so get your uh, either Jack Harvey or Christian Lungard diecast, and uh, go have a day for yourself.